Come along and ride the fantastic voyage. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the podcast here called The Anonymous Child. It's actually an autobiography slash podcast. And for your enjoyment, it's a self-help, self-reflection of how, um, you know, wild, untamed youth, troubled youth could be solidified and turn out to be a decent individual in society. Seventh grade, back in the cold, very hard, damp cornfield grounds, Iowa. And um, so seventh grade was the introduction to all recollection of favorite band, music, love life, heartbreaks, breakups, um, um, experimentation, substance, and seventh grade, I was kind of still wanting to play sports and get involved with that. I wanted to be a jock. I never was a jock, although I wanted to make my dad proud and I wanted a letter jacket so bad. And he finally had to sneak and get me one because Vicky, my stepmom, wasn't, you know, I was supposed to be dogged out. I was a black sheep. My little brother was to be the jock, the hero, the my dad's only son, etc. Um, so, but I remember I couldn't go to any of the, the games. Um, you know, wore the leather letter jacket when everybody had letters on it. You know, the big W for Waukee Warriors. I had a blank one. <laughs> So, um, our house was, I, li- I slept upstairs and the ice on the walls and windows rather were so thick, about an inch thick in the winter. And my dad had to put plastic on the windows just to keep the cold, that cold out. And um, I remember I could hear this, I could hear the games and the trumpets and the band of the football games from my window because we were pretty close to the the high school and um i you know my my life was the nightlife i snuck out roamed the streets came back before my parents woke sometimes i kind of got caught sometimes my dad didn't say much most of the times i did not get caught which is thank god so i always dreaded going by my house at night when that light was on. Ugh, the light from that house. Second Street, Waukee, Iowa, 50263. Ugh. Um, when that living room annoying big light that Vicky had on in there, ugh, it, it just gave me the willies. And um, so in seventh grade was, was where I got my first guitar or I started playing at it. Uncle Chris, he gave me a little microphone. We had a band in high school. And this pod will be a little longer because there's a lot going on. This is pretty memorable times, expressive, creative times. And I'm not going to hold anything back. Um, I lost my virginity at 15. I snuck out. I had a girlfriend named Laura Church. And um, it was my first time. <laughs> She was down in the basement. I snuck out, we hung out. 
my other friends were getting they were boning down too um here and there with the with different people and um so but i lost my virginity at 15. i remember finding my dad's vicky's porno collection they had debbie does dallas and john holmes and all the classic <laughs> smut films that i would have porn parties and i'd invite the kids from my my grade and after school we'd come trek in the snow and stuff let's come to lou's house you know they called my nickname was lou back l-e-w lou back then and i looked like robert plant because i had like long blonde hair <laughs> curly hair and um and uh um, the thing was is like um, we had these parties <laughs> and all these kids in the class like they all had like you know we were all like sitting there and, and I it was no holds bar like everybody had like hard-ons erections and shit <laughs> and um, you know like seven of us were like they're like you know wanking off later or whatever but I remember one time um I had an, an episode with a friend of mine named Jay and like the dude was I was instructing him like on how to like hang out and get a blowjob from his girlfriend in the car and um, I can't remember that the, the the lady's name the chick's name but um I remember like okay take down your path guide her head down. <laughs> okay guide her head all right do this do that <laughs> and um, so it was fun, you know, we hung out, we we drank, we had parties, keg parties back in Iowa in the cornfield. And, um, and so, however, one of the, one of the times they had Playboys at the time, it was before internet, and I was, we were looking at Playboys and I remember like he wanted some lotion to, to jerk off with. Well, I couldn't find any, but I, I grabbed the um, the copper tone tanning lotion, the orange, and not knowing that by putting that on your skin, your 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 his dick was all orange like Chester Cheetah. I didn't recognize. I didn't re realize that would happen. Um, so he so so subsequently, he had an orange dick and legs because you know yanking off with copper tone that stained his skin. Um, <laughs> so it was just funny. I got stoned for the first time. I had older sisters. Jack, Jackie got me stoned. Her and Keith and they had some good, you know, smoke from, from Midwest there. And, uh, you know, so I was smoking a lot of weed back then. I got into cigarettes, got into music. Later on, uh, <clears throat> I was on just getting into junior high when... Aerosmith walked this way, came on, and one of his dudes who had like a, a Camaro, he was blasting from his car. So that was the first time I remember really interested, perked my interest, like, who is that group? Um, so anyways, seventh grade, I had my first girlfriend. She moved away. We had dances you know mixers and that's when you kind of started to become touchy-feely with people and wanted to dance and um i had a girlfriend her name was valerie draper and she was a grade older than i was i guess i mean she was kind of 
she was kind of ugly now that I think about it, but sorry, Valerie, but, um, Valerie Draper. Well, she crushed my heart because, um, she, she broke, she dumped me when she was in high school and she was a freshman. She dumped me for my, my friend's older brother, Nick Leffler, Italian stallion, you know, like he, you know, dark hair. Um, he was a, his family was Italian. And um, I was friends with her, her, his brother Michael, Michael Leffler. And um, so I was getting into trouble. I met people that were riding trap on their trapper keepers, you know, Iron Maiden and the Doors, and um, you know, met different people that perked my interest, introduced me to different bands, and I started listening to them, and I really got into bands of like the 80s even the 70s I guess because of me and my sisters they liked 70s music um, Lisa my older sister had been in California I went out to California I was like so hip when I came back to Iowa I was like you know moccasined out long hair ripped jeans you know I could smoke I could roll a joint that was so cool because I could roll a joint finally, and like everybody was like, all, oh, dude, you know. Um, I got into literature a lot. I was really into, um, I was really into, um, well, I lost my train of thought. Um, I was really into, I forgot, um, music, you know, bands of the 80s I was getting into, and I was, I was singing with them. I was, I was learning how they sang. I really liked it. Well, eighth and ninth grade came along, freshman year, grew my hair out. That was one of the best years was 10th grade, seventh through high schools, what this podcast will be. Uh, the summers were filled with parties and, and hanging out and, you know, what teens do. Um, and, uh, you know, my home life was pretty erratic and Vicky was very obsessive with me and um, my dad and Vicky later on like they started becoming into the shrine more so they weren't they were hardly ever there which was good because my dad was slipping me like a $20 bill and you know we're gonna be gone this weekend you know he was involved in potentate in the shrine and all that or they're pretty involved and um then, eighth grade, um, I got dumped, I was crushed, but the funny thing is, the story is, is like, I hadn't matured yet, like I wasn't fully developed, and I remember, you know, Valerie invited me, you know, I was gonna go see my chick out there, I rode my bike all the way to the country, rode my bike just to go out there and hang, and, and so we were kind of like getting it on, and I remember I was nervous, one time so but I went out there again you know because I was you know I was banging her <laughs> with my fingers but when it came time for me I was not really fully developed so I'm like hmm I borrowed my dad's dildo I put a beaver pelt <laughs> down my pants so if she were to feel or like see I'd have hair there um, 
and like but it didn't it didn't pan out that day like nothing happened i think her, her mom came home and but it was just funny that like i would want to do that and anyways i was dumped i was crushed heartbroken eighth and ninth grade i ran away to my neighbor's dan mckinney's house i think he had recently passed um and his parents took me in we hung out up in his attic and we were doing you know we smoked a lot of weed at the time and i would stay up late with the heater writing and writing i wrote sea of rats and and um i was getting heavy into edgar Allan poe and how his how he would write um i liked american literature O. Henry, American Classics, The Scarlet Letter. That's my favorite series of artists and authors. And um, um, just that I kept close contact with my mom and stepfather from from Iowa and was doing my thing. Ran away from Vicky, so I, I couldn't handle it. I remember I hauled off and punched her in her nose because she she kept insisting on walking up the stairs and waking me up and shaking me and um so finally I just I, I just hauled, I just, just clocked her just square in her face well I stayed home with her that whole week while her bruises were healing up and it just was an awful time <laughs> um but lo and behold you know she's we've repaired things i mean she's she's nice now and um you never forget but you can forgive and uh, you know she's she whipped me so hard with a pen spatula like a metal spatula that it was like it was like slicing my ass she kept whipping and and slicing and so finally i don't know the thing broke and she probably like saw she was cutting my ass so she desisted and stopped because I didn't take out the trash that day. It was sitting on the porch. Oh, I forgot. Um, just a, just an excuse to just wail on kids, you know, grumpy. Well, she had a tumor, sixteen inches long, like in a pizza. My dad took a picture of it, and the tumor was so gargantuan and so veiny and like a blob of big fat. 16 inches in diameter by like you know eight or nine or ten tall if you can imagine like a big ass tumor in her stomach that that thing sat in a pizza pan um and i remember he showed i'm like omg he's like no wonder why she feels like a fucking psychopath um because uh you know she'd sit on me and she'd like kick me with clogs knocked me to the ground and I couldn't breathe and one time Jackie had to come upstairs she slept down in the basement and had to get you know Vicky get off of him he can't breathe you know that kind of thing um you know just 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 crazy and you know I had I'd have to watch her clean while she stuck her ass up in the air and with her with her unpant not no panties on which is her nightgown cleaning on saturday oh and i hated saturday mornings friday nights and saturday mornings were like the worst feeling ever because i knew it was going to be you know the, the crap and the what what to expect you know um 
But anyways, I finally bounced, lived with my friend Skin. He was he was cool. His parents allowed me there, and um, you know he had like a really big stereo system. I was playing, practicing music a lot, writing. Um, uh, Steinbeck, Edgar Allan Poe, O. Henry, Nathaniel Hawthorne, um, Laura Ingalls Wilder, then A Little House on the Prairie. Um, and then there was one, like, who wrote Call of the Cthulhu and, um, like those, like, dark horror ones. Like, I kind of got into them. Um, shoot, what is his name? I can't think of it right now. Um, later on, you know, Clive Barker and stuff. Um, Elizabeth Massey. Massey. Bram Stoker Award. And, um, really cool short story. Isaac Asimov. Um, Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, Ray Bradbury. A lot, a lot Ray Bradbury. Illustrated Man. All Summer in a Day. Dandelion Wine. All these fantastical stories I escaped with. I liked biographies a lot. I loved reading. I, that's all I even to this day. I'll read about famous people um, or historical things. And I read all those books about like, you know, Sequoia and, and Oliver Perry and all these, you know, Washington and Jer all Jefferson uh, Betsy Ross, all these different historical people in history, because uh, I loved biographies, and this is, this podcast is going to go longer, because there's a lot going on in my history right here in this time, um, so I was writing a lot, we were partying a lot, we found love, my friends and I would drive out into the, the, the country, and go on these like little escapades where I would take them on a journey with pros, you know, and it would like really freak their mind out and they'd go with, you know, we super, super chilled and like go on to a journey. And kind of like that, like how, like the doors, like how Morrison would like go on like that Oedipus section, like um, go on some pros for a while, like, say some poetry and take you on a journey like that and um so and that was that was fun that was fun i moved to california after all that because it was excessive we were everybody had to grow up and get jobs and um so i eventually packed up one pair of clothes and came to Cali. Um, so the time of high school was exploration. I played, oh, I forgot to mention one last thing about that. My first concert, my second, one of them was in seventh grade. And it was like a little high school mixer. We played, you know, a couple tunes from Sabbath and Led Zeppelin and stuff. Walk This Way, Aerosmith. Um, <laughs> so it was pretty cool, but we had an ice cream social and 
there's a lot of people there, a lot of senior citizens. The band director, and it was Joey Jordison, that guy at the time. Well, I was so excited to, to, to be in a concert to perform. So excited that um, <laughs> when the music started to play, I, I was hiding behind the, the, the school because I wanted to run in. <laughs> And, um, you know, running with a bang. So, here cam comes the intro and like the verse kicks in and here I come just running in. And I just did not even stop, like I ran. I was like head banging around, sang my part here and there. Ran into the crowd, into the senior citizens. They were like, what the f is this? What is going on? I ran all the way around the building and then I came back to sing the second, the last verse. But um, the band director like kind of like moved out of the way. Cause I was like, I ran past him. He like moved out the way like, whoa, what the fuck is this? So I've always been ready. You know, I've always ran in, um, suited up to play. That's my calling. And uh, so I, I wanted to come to California to get some experience with all that and, you know, Hollywood, Venice Beach, Santa Monica, all that enticed me. As a young man, I bounced, left Iowa, came to wonderful Southern California is where I landed my, my boots. I always had my boots. I had my favorite boots on and my favorite digs and like, I met my sister Lisa and my mom at the airport and we came home. She had a, they had a bigger house at the time where all of us were gonna live. And um, more experiences to come. So I landed in California, young man with fire in his belly and lust drive in his eyes. And those years from seventh grade to high school, like they formed, you know, part of, of who I am today. So thank you for listening. Well, this is um, gonna be published and we'll see you in the next one.